0: There was a time in 1978 when Patti Smith spoke to Tom Snyder. Tom Snyder had this talk show where he would chain smoke and kind of laugh obnoxiously. I sort of liked Tom Snyder, though, in a strange way. He would ask some uncomfortable questions. Um, In any case, you probably know who Patti Smith is, world famous. American singer, songwriter, musician, author, artist, poet, who was an influential component of the New York City punk rock movement, um, which kind of was her 1975 debut horses that sort of propelled her at the, at the start. Uh, I'm not a Patti Smith scholar, so I'm not going to go on and on about that. But I've always enjoyed listening to her talk. Because I'm a jazz musician and I play the saxophone, aside from being a painter, I've appreciated the multi-talented aspect of Patti Smith. Um, I've never really connected with her music as much as I've enjoyed the way that she talks and learned a lot from her dialogues with different people in her uh, public um, discussions because she really has a way of kind of talking about culture and art and life that resonates deeply with me and obviously a lot of other people. And I was very fond of her book, Just Kids. I have to read the follow up to that. Um, So here's a talk with uh, Tom Snyder and Patty Smith from 1978. You're listening to the White Hot Magazine Art World Podcast. I'm your host, Noah Becker.
1: Carson. And you told me that if you had a Polaroid camera, you'd take a picture of that.
2: Yeah, well, I took one with my my polarized memory. That's what I took one with. Are you? But you're a big star.
1: You have a great following in this country. Yeah, why would you be impressed by other people?
2: By Johnny Carson? Oh, well, you know, maybe it's his initials, maybe it's his initials. No, actually, I was like, (laughs) it's like I feel that, um, I mean, as far as just having fun, I have great respect from the people from which I, I learn moves from, you know, from, I think of myself a lot of times as an illuminated apprentice, and these people are my masters, and I study from them. I've been studying Johnny Carson for several years. In fact, I had to study Johnny Carson for 12 years in order to get on your show. Um, come on. <laughs> Move it.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. This is moving fine. Uh, could you give me the results of that study?
2: The results of the study is that I, I learned from him, he's like a human parachute to me. He's like, you know, from watching him, I saw a guy that like, when he falls out of rhythm, he just finds another rhythm. You know, like you know, Frank Sinatra does it. And that 's what a
1: move is to you, like if something's not yeah. working, you, you, you make a quick move into something not else.
2: To, yeah, not to lose your confidence, but to like you know slide into a new rhythm, not to be afraid there's a certain amount of risk i mean i mean thats that 's how I do all my work i mean risk if you if you um are willing to take any type of leap into the void, you 're going to experience something that you would have never experienced before, you know and that's I learned a lot of that from the old human parachute himself. <laughs> But, uh, it's funny, I seem to come on t- all these talk shows, like Mike Douglas and yours and all these talk shows, and talk about Johnny Carson. Do you guys feel like,
1: uh... <laughs> Do we guys feel like what? <laughs> oh, I don't know, I just... No, hey, no, now wait, now you're suspended in mid-air, you just went down a road, make a move quick, Patty, here we oh, go. I,
2: oh, I can't, I'm paranoid. Why? <laughs> Oh, God, I you really are something. Would you stop, look at those eyes you have.
1: Well, look at those eyes you have. Hey, they're really? the same as yours. It eyes. must
2: be because we're both from the East Coast. Put two Philadelphia people in the same room, and there's obliter- it's obliteration city, I'll tell you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Why is one of your heroes, Little Richard?
2: Well, heroes is like a weird word. You know, I don't care. I mean, we don't have time to, like, deal with, like, semantics. But to me, Little Richard was a person that was able to focus a certain um, physical, anarchistic, and spiritual energy into a form, which you know we we call rock and roll. Uh-huh. And it was like, uh, I mean, it hit me. I was like, real little girl. It was like I the first time I heard him, it was like Easter. and I was like seven years old with my little brownie socks cuffed and everything. And like I heard that, I heard, damn, t- uh, um, what is it? Oh, girl can't help it. I have to put it on my brain and. Uh, There was like, I understood it. I understood it as being something that had to do with my future. You know, just like, you know, when I was a little girl, Santa Claus didn't turn me on. Easter Bunny didn't turn me on. God turned me on. Little Richard turned me on. There was just certain things that like, What was wrong with Santa Claus
1: and the Easter Bunny? Hey, they're great guys. Too fat, I don't know. (laughs) They bring you stuff.
2: Well, I'm not, you know, I'm more materialistic about my soul than I am about objects, except I, now that I've become, you know, such a big deal, I've been thinking maybe I'll get me a sports car. <laughs> no, so why not?
1: Why did God turn you on when you were a little girl?
2: Well, the, uh, the, the, uh, the possibility or, I mean, the, the, the fact that we had something to communicate with that was like um, b- beyond everything. You know, when I, was, when I was a little girl, it just seemed like the story you know, the, the, or the idea of, like, disintegrating into light. I mean, that's how I was taught about death. You know, it's like, you know, I, I, I saw a, a dead person when I was a little girl, and I said, what happens to that person? They say, oh, my dad said, oh, he disintegrates into light. You know, he goes, goes, goes with God, you know, and I thought that, that seemed pretty good. Not for now. I'm pretty, I'm happy with uh, the lights of Broadway now. Uh huh. That's 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 all right.
1: But you weren't frightened by death when you saw a dead person when you were a kid. A lot of kids, if they go to a funeral, or see an open casket, they get very, very morbid about death.
2: You, well, know, no, nah, actually, to tell you the truth, I, I got hollered at because I wanted to, what I did is, um, <laughs> I think Bertie the Bunyip was on. Remember Bertie the sure. Bunyip? Sure! Oh, like, sure. Bertie the Bunyip was on. We were at a wake, and I, like, was trying to drag the TV, and I thought that, you know, my little friend... You know, as a little friend of mine we, we shouldn't be missing bury the bunyip with all these grown ups around, but uh nah I didn't I understood it, you know it's not so bad uh I think of death especially now and you know of going through certain things in my life as like a really um magical extension of being in love. you know how great you feel when you're in love, you feel like
1: No, I don't recall that. it's been a long time oh, for it's old fine. time. Come yeah on. no, it's been a long time for old time well. I love my country, and...
2: Well, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. I love my country, too. I mean, I'd like, I feel that, um, you know, we, we have a real wonderful country, and, and uh, I mean, yeah, I like my country. It's okay.
1: Well, you were saying, like, you know how you, you feel when you feel in love.
2: Well, you feel like, um, you just feel that you're not alone. I mean, I guess mm-hmm. that's basically the whole thing. You know, and it's like really great if you can find a person on the physical plane to feel that with, or a country, or an ideal, or and anything, you know, your, your work. But if you can't, you know, I, I think, you know, our Creator's out there, and if, I mean, that's, that's like, He's always there if, like, or the presence is there if we can't focus on anything um, human, you know. This, this. Gosh, I'm on television. I can't believe it. On NBC. That's pretty. It's pretty cool. It's, it's pretty
1: cool. damn cool. <laughs> we'll continue with Patty Smith after these words from our sponsors. Stick around. Hi, mom.
2: We have so many chances we can take, and our. I'm get. I'm getting all emotional. Could we like talk? Could you say something to me, okay? I no, feel, keep going. You know you're you doing. Say, no. You say something to me. No, I'll you're doing keep fine. Going.
1: Keep going. We're lucky.
2: I. I just. You asked me how I want to see the world, you know, I want to see us just care more, you know. It's like, we have such a great planet and we're like so lackadaisical about it. And uh, I'm not against sin, I'm not against perversity or anything like that. I just think that, like you said, define our priorities. That's a really great, that's a neat way to say it. I I just feel Mm. that... I'm getting all tongue-tied, Tom.
1: Okay, so anyway, when you're growing up and you're a little kid, yeah, you want to be a school, you want to take your shoes off?
2: No, I'm uh, I'm, I'm really shy tonight. What's wrong with me?
1: Nothing. Um, <sighs> you, you want to be a school teacher, you want to be this, you want to be that. But the rules and regulations didn't fit into the scheme. What kinds of rules and regulations? Like getting up early in the morning? Oh, like or?
2: passing folk dancing. and <laughs> You know, very you know, important stuff, you know. Dissecting a frog.
1: <laughs> Yuck. <you know.
2: laughs> and also, I was really... I felt that, um, that a lot of uh, missionary work, save something except for something like the Peace Corps, which again, I had to pass folk dancing for, um, had a lot to do with just taking one cultural idea and exchanging it for another, instead of like jamming with the cultures, jamming together, teaching each other, or just like helping each other in a very medical way like Albert Schweitzer. I felt like all the things that I got involved in were very dogmatic, very people-oriented, the chosen people kind of thing, you mm-hmm. know? And it's to me, it's too late for chosen people now. This planet is so, so integrated to me. We're all like, I mean, we all have like a fantastic, we have that energy in us that is going to someday return to our creator. And when we die, that thing inside of us is going to Go in the great energy and be part of it and be part of light and all that stuff. But right now, we're human beings. We're on the physical plane. And in the face of that, I believe that we should choose what exactly we're going to do on, in this plane, you know, to help our fellow man. Yeah.
1: You know, some of your poems are a little, uh... Dirty? Yeah.
2: Well, that's helping my fellow man, don't you think?
1: Well, there's a lot of people that write dirty poems.
2: Well, I write, I mean, my poems, I mean, call them dirty, I'm just kidding around, but I mean, I write a lot of poetry or do a lot of my work in order to inspire people, to inspire them in all different ways cerebrally, um, you know, sexually, and spiritually. I mean, I always hope that uh, people will have some kind of orgasm through my work, whether it's just a sense of light, it just, you know, a sense of relaxation, a sense of release. A, an illumination you know i don't i don't just uh and also a good laugh you know I, good laugh I, is I, like... I,
1: I didn't know that's what we were doing here tonight <laughs> <laughs> have a super show tomorrow night i'm out of time but thank you for being here tonight i really enjoyed meeting you oh, and well, uh and uh fta
2: oh it, it means a uh, focus thine anarchy
1: focus thine anarchy thanks patty smith thank we you. will continue after these words from our nbc stations all across america
0: Follow WhiteHot Magazine on the various social medias that you enjoy. If you do NFT stuff, you can follow us on Foundation. Have a wonderful May in the international art world.